0: This is a very long script. Welcome to the denouement of the show that all the futuristic moorcocks and less vaginas, they've got, they've got two less vaginas than a regular female i are calling a yeah. That is right. It's the 28th and final episode of the quarter Asked internet stand-up and sketch show. That's right. This is your lot. And you should be satisfied with that. That is enough episodes to listen to one every single day of February, as long as it's not a leap year. But if it is a leap year, then on the 29th you can watch a video of me in a bath full of flour. I think once every four years should be enough to get that nicely burnt into your retina. So uh, thanks to all the 3,000 people who viewed that video on YouTube. Hopefully you listen to the podcast as well, otherwise it's... ...becomes something different. It is sad. It has 26 likes and amazingly only one dislike. I thought it would be the other way around. My favourite comment on it comes from a knee-jerk hate machine <laughs> who simply says
1: Stuart Lee would never do this.
0: <laughs> it's true. It's true, he wouldn't, be. is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's impossible to know what knee-jerk hate machine is trying to say there. I think maybe both. But even if I wanted to do more of these, I'm not allowed, because last week's Moral Maze jury, the highest ethical authority in the land, given the option between having more AI Ottomers or the whole thing finishing with, we- finishing with me wearing a pumpkin containing the sex of all 400 members of tonight's audience, they chose that latter option. Even though it's impossible to buy a pumpkin in the UK at this time of year, and that it's very unlikely that all 400 members of this audience will agree to ejaculate into it even if we could. They might as well have punished me by making me suck off a morecock while simultaneously wanking off the same moorcock. Twice. But, uh, well, i tell you this, my fan friends. I have a substitute pumpkin here. It's provided by fan Paul McKibbin. He, uh, he should be in tonight. You in, Paul? Yeah, well done, Paul. It's a scary pumpkin mask, and if during the show, every single one of you in the audience comes up here and ejaculates into it, I promise I will put that on my head. But if any one person here tonight doesn't do that, then your side of the bargain will have not been fulfilled, and the public wanking and subsequent jail term will have been for nothing. So, but anyone coming up first to start us off? No, oh, moral maze jury. You're so brave in the safety of the darkness and anonymity. Once you're called on to fulfill the punishment that you yourself crafted, you're impotent and afraid. Luckily, we've already got three of the biggest wankers in the country on stage. Please welcome Dan Tetzel, TV's Emma Kennedy, and twanging his banjo string, Christian Riley. Good
2: evening.
3: Good
2: evening.
0: So, sort of wearing a, an Adamant style jacket tonight, <laughs> I noticed. Yes. Uh, what, 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 have you, what have you been up to this week?
1: Well, firstly, it occurred to me that it might be a good idea to wear an Adamant style jacket. And now it's occurred to me that it wasn't. Because um, <laughs> it's too big and it's hot. So I'll <laughs> I take it off later. But actually, last night, I, I was walking home and I didn't have a camera with me, so I can't prove this. But I saw someone had spilt some coffee on the pavement that exa- looked exactly like that sort of, um, uh, a side view. Uh, of uh, cock and balls. <laughs> it was really good. It, it, it was like they'd done it deliberately, but it had just spilled. It was like nature's bounty. Brilliant. Yeah. They Everything will
0: tend towards that shape in yeah. nature. That is the, the truth. That's evolution. <laughs> What's happened to you, Emma?
4: Well, an extraordinary event occurs oh. to me uh, this week. I, I actually had a, a real occasion to go into a motorcycling clothing shop. <laughs> And I walked in and uh, the shop assistant was there and I said "Um, uh, could you show me where the gloves are and he stopped and he looked at me and he said are you that woman off the podcast that makes fun of motorcycling clothing shops and I said well I mean we don't really make fun and he he just went no stop he said what we do it's really important, we are saving lives, get out of the shop. And I was sent packing. I was literally barred from the motorcycling clothing shop. Harsh.
5: Harsh.
4: harsh. Um, but also, of course, we have the results are in from uh, the call I put out to everybody. Uh, to send me a poo anecdote, and I've got the best one here. Do you want to hear? We can't it?
0: read all your entries out. No, we can't we, read them all out. We but do put them on the a big burning bin. We can't just return the them. One.
4: So the best poo story is from the real Tom King. That's his name on Twitter. So here we go. I work in a medical laboratory, testing any bodily fluid, excreta, secretia, etc. the public may be asked to provide to rule out infection. Now when your doctor asks you to give a poo sample he or she will provide you with a little pot with a spoon attached to the lid. A bit like those ice creams you get at the (laughs) theatre. So you can scoop a small amount to test. We don't need much. the patient loses the little pot so they improvise using something from home. We've been sent medicine bottles, little jam jars like you get with a hotel buffet breakfast, (laughs) pickled onion jars, etc. All with a poo in, sometimes with a little handwritten note explaining why. Which is nice. But last week... We had one sent by someone who had literally just shat in a little carrier bag.
0: That's little, right? Not little. Little.
3: Little.
4: They then just dropped it off in lab reception, as if it was normal. (laughs) Not only that, but the poo inside it was huge. (laughs) Like a handless forearm. (laughs) In a taped up little bag. Oh, this is what Tom just adds at the end. Oh, and there was no details of the patient. (laughs) So we don't even know who it came from
0: sometimes you're just proud and want people to see it you know, that's the thing just wish you could show it Emma Kennedy there and um, we always come to uh, Christian last because he's always got the top uh, story to <laughs> the funniest story what have you uh, got uh, to you Christian yeah uh, oh, good, good. Yeah. last week uh, I was doing uh, this podcast oh, yeah? on Monday that's not enough you know <laughs> that's it that's, <laughs> okay. what's, that's all that's happened to me good I'm glad this is so much part of your life. Uh, Let's see what has occurred this week. Wednesday. Congratulations were due to Ayman al-Zahawiri on his promotion uh, to head of Al-Qaeda. I was delighted to see he got the top job. it was my personal choice. Some some members of Al-Qaeda have been pushing for a younger, more photogenic leader, but luckily they didn't bow to the forces. Political correctness gone mad. And they've gone for someone with big, thick glasses, comedy teeth, who looks like a nutty character from Mind Your Language. It, it must be a nightmare when they come to meet up. Death to the inter- infidels. How, how will we get those Western pigs out of our homelands?
6: Yes, I'm an al-Zawiri. What is your first order as leader?
3: What? Good! Evening oh. Thousand apologies that oh, I was man. late. Oh, I was I not leave. understanding it direction. Did you
1: vote for him? No, I didn't. So,
3: what I was thinking no. is why don't we put a bomb in oh. Francois Pascal's bra? Oh, this is ridiculous. And then, when Mr. Brown is distracted, boom, diddy, boom, diddy, boom. You
2: but accidentally, like, oh, this it goes is, up oh. in my
3: face and my turban is all smoring. Oh, goodness gracious me. <laughs>
0: That would be more terrifying... Don't applaud that.
3: Don't applaud
4: it. <laughs>
0: that would be that would be more terrifying to the Western world than a 9 9-11s, I'm telling you that
4: Wednesday. I
0: had a gig in a theatre in Wellin, and I was delighted to see from a poster in the dressing room there that the 2009 Panto in that town had starred CJ from Eggheads. Uh, <laughs> and seemingly no other celebrities, just... Just CJ from that was the only celebrity... They got, and surely CJ from Eggheads is pushing the definition of celebrity as low as it would go. Even if you were picking a celebrity from the subgroup People Who Appear on Eggheads, <laughs> CJ would be an em- enormous disappointment. Uh, although I did want to see him in a service station, generally swanning around like he was the biggest star who had ever lived. CJ from Eggheads. I wonder how that had happened.
4: Oh, that's it. We've worked our way through every celebrity in the country, no one's available.
1: Uh, have you tried one of the panellists from Eggheads?
4: Yeah, none of them are free. Not even Kevin? No, a bit I'm mm. afraid, Look, little more crossed out. Oh no, you haven't tried CJ. Nah, no, it seemed a bit pointless. Surely a random person picked off the street would be more of a draw. Mm.
1: In that at least everyone wouldn't think they were a prick and might give them a chance.
4: Yeah, yeah. Is Andrew Collins available? Oh come on. <laughs> we're not that desperate. Well, CJ it is. It was either that or was it this? You wouldn't believe it. I'll rug up his agent and unbelievably he's free. We've got CJ from Eggheads. No way. High five. I mean, obviously it's cost us our entire celeb cast budget. Oh,
1: don't worry. With CJ from Eggheads, we're not going to need anyone else. (laughs) Kids love Eggheads and they love CJ the best.
3: (laughs) Yeah, this pantomime will make the theatre millions.
0: In fact, my guess is that theatre were just about beginning to recover from the financial crisis that that had put them in in 2009 when they made the mistake of booking me, thanks to the 50 people who showed up in that 300-seater theatre. Friday. I did a lovely gig uh, at the Bush Hall in Shepherds Bush and had a lot of fun bantering with a woman called Buffy in the front row uh, who said it was short for Elizabeth, but I I didn't agree with that as I was taking the piss out of her for being posh. And then... The difficulty when you take the piss out of someone. I then asked her what she did, and she said she worked for charity, which could be a difficult thing. I've been taking the mickey, and then she does something really worthy. I asked her which charity it was, which is a danger, as again as a comedian, because it might be something really uh, that everyone'll go whoa, about. Uh, she said the charity she worked for was one that uh, did dewormed orphans in Haiti. Uh, as if everyone would make a go would play a cheer and applaud and go that was brilliant but I said only orphans right so if a little kid with worms comes to see you in Haiti and says one of my, one of my parents is still just alive you'd say get out of here don't come back till both your parents are dead we only deworm orphans here how dare you come and take advantage of this or if a kid came in and said I'm an orphan please help me but I, as it happens I don't have worms at the moment. You get get out of here, we only help orphans who've got worms in here. I've got cholera. I don't care about that. <laughs> well, I'm interested if you have worms. She's the most evil woman in the world. Or if they said, I'm an orphan and I have worms but I live in the slums of the Dominican Republic. <laughs> you'd say, only help orphans with P880 he here. Start wasting our time. Buffy, if you're listening, you are the worst human being who had ever lived. <laughs>
7: As it occurs to me, it's like watching someone you once loved and admired succumb to Alzheimer's.
0: Accurate. It's accurate, but you don't have my dad saying, Do your times tables, Adam, do you? That's uh, this week's. One star iTunes review came from someone called Nightmare Date, which is a good way of advertising yourself. (laughs) Uh, And he, I'm guessing it's he. Let's say it's he. He says that it's like it's a bad thing, but uh, I I think it's pretty accurate. Uh, I'd like to thank all the people who bothered to go to iTunes to express their vehement disapproval of something they didn't have to listen to, and which cost them no money. I can understand why that would anger you so much. There were many times in this awful hell that I've been through over the last couple of years where annoying idiots like... Nightmare date With no sense of perspective Or understanding Of what an off button does Was all that got me through this So thank you For helping me out Tuesday I got an urgent call From the hospital Uh, Pippa Middleton's Disembodied anus Had been admitted (laughs) That was quite a serious story Had been admitted That morning Things were looking bleak I went down to visit her
1: If you'd find That's just through
0: here Look Don't call Pippa Middleton's Disembodied anus it She's a she Okay
1: It's an anus. It's definitely an it.
0: That anus is my friend. Can she hear me?
1: She's quite heavily medicated. Also, she is an
0: anus.
1: (laughs) Uh, uh, And thus has no ears. Get out of here!
0: You and your so-called medicine know nothing, nothing! Pippa Middleton's disembodied anus? Pippa Middleton's disembodied anus? Are, Are you awake? Richard. Is that you? Yes. Yes, it is. How are you? Oh, you came to see me.
4: No one else has come to see me. Not even Ryan Giggs' dismembered
0: penis. I did, I don't want to say it, but I did warn you, Pippa Middleton's and disembodied anus. <laughs> and Pippa Middleton's disembodied okay, anus, I beg your pardon. The people in this business, the business of show, they're fickle. They're only looking out for themselves. There's no loyalty to anyone.
4: I know, Rich, but I was blind to your warnings. It was like I was walking around with my brown eye closed. <laughs> I wanted fame, renown. I wanted to eclipse Pippa Middleton's buttocks. But the prize I had set my heart upon was not worth the winning. And now, it has killed me. Don't
0: say that, don't say that. Pippa Middleton's disembodied aim, you'll pull through.
4: You're sweet, Richard. But I know I
0: won't. Mm. You know, I think there's a lesson to be learned from all of this. It's, uh, it's awful the way our media objectifies women and tries to make them conform to... A kind of ideal that isn't even real. It can only lead to tragedies like this. Women shouldn't be judged on their physical attractiveness. It's what they're like inside that counts. Judge them on their heart, their mind. And yes, judge them on their anus. <laughs> Not like that, in a nice way. And... If they're going to be judged on their physical attractiveness, then the media should realise that Pippa Middleton is just of slightly above average physical attractiveness anyway. Really, she's not all that. I don't know what the fuss is about.
4: I wish I'd met you before I became disembodied. (laughs) You're so
0: wise.
4: We are about so much more than the way we look. Oh, say the bit about Pippa Middleton being ugly again. That wasn't really the the You know which? My one regret. I'm going to die without ever having been loved. (laughs) 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 I mean... I had sex with Keith Allen that time. Yeah, I remember, yeah. And also Ryan Giggs' dismembered penis. But I've never been kissed.
0: <laughs> you are loved, Pippa Middleton's disembodied anus. Without realizing over the last few weeks, I've fallen for you. You're, you're so vulnerable and insecure, yet inside there's something pure and more wonderful. Plus, you, you're into anal. Uh, so, um.
4: I don't really have any choice.
0: I love you for who you are. May I kiss you?
4: Oh, oh Richard. Oh, oh that tickles. In a good way, don't stop. I am anus. Hear me oh. Oh no,
0: on, no, not, oh, not now. Oh, oh, keep, keep licking it. No, oh, got some, got some sweet corn in there.
4: Oh, Oh, Richard, you mean more to me than fame or money. Maybe your love will be enough to save me. Do you really love me?
0: I do. I love you more than I can say. I love you... Oh, my God! Richard Bacon, how are you? Uh, Hi,
1: Pepper Middleton's disembodied anus. Uh, News has just got out that you're dying. This is going to be amazing for your career. Really? Oh yeah, the pornography of grief is going to make you millions. You're going to get the front cover of Hello magazine. You've got your own fragrance coming out.
3: Sorry, I've been ill.
1: No, no, yeah. It's a a, a perfume, Uh, parfum de derriere. And every major celebrity, minor celebrity in the country is going to be falling over themselves to appear to be your concerned, grief-stricken friend.
4: Will they love me?
1: They will pretend
6: to love you.
4: Then come, sweet death. The rest is silence.
0: <laughs> no, 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 Pippa Middleton's disembodied anus. I, I love you. Why do they always leave me? I love you. No. And um, Richard Bacon was right. Pippa Middleton's disembodied anus' memorial service was packed with minus celebs. Hello. It's me, C J. from Egghead. <laughs> I know I'm the worst
1: one from the Eggheads, and nearly always get beaten by the contestants and have to sit behind the other clever Eggheads. But I don't see why I shouldn't prance around as if I'm the most important celebrity on earth. And if I'm not that important, how come the people of Wellington put me in their panto? <laughs> and no other celebs? Anyway, I am here. Hi,
8: <laughs> right, it's me. Let me open. Get out of the way, CJ, you do the failing to win at eggheads, I'll do the eulogies. And as prospective Liberal candidate for Lord Mayor, I have been asked to say a few words about my dear, dear friend Pippa Middleton's disembodied anus. I have dated some of the hottest women in the world, shut up I have. I would have been proud to have had that anus on my
2: arm.
8: Step aside there. Oh, big hello. Yes, it's me,
1: uh, King Herod. Uh, <laughs> is, yeah. It is, it is oh, yeah, I know. that's that's lovely and you might uh, think that the man who killed uh, thousands of innocent children would be unmoved by the death of a single arsehole but uh, children are scum and they and their anuses are nothing but trouble but the death of a fully grown anus however is a tragedy indeed especially in a week where I've been cast to play the lead character in a new film Attitudeless Badger
0: oh, What do you mean that I specifically said That Attitudeless Badger Mustn't be played By a human being What, what, what are you well, doing no, with it? I think it? you'll like
8: um, I think you'll like What they've done They've taken it In a slightly different direction no, they got yes, some people speaking... To punch up the script But shall I do a, like no, a Let's see There's a that. very funny bit Where he, it's all, he's got this sort of He got the pucker. I, oh I'm a badger
0: What are you doing? That is the opposite. If that's got like, an attitude. Hey, I'm not, are you a squirrel? What I'm the? not sure King Herod is an appropriate choice to play a lead in a no, children's no, there's a lovely, film. And there's a, there's a really good bit where he's like,
8: oh man, i I eaten all these apples and I got
0: drunk. <laughs> I told him that would never happen. It's a great that was the one scene. stipulation a you would scene. never get drunk. Oh. Well, look, can I just do my catchphrase? Yeah.
1: Good luck to England against Slovenia. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it's me. Super I am not mental I was devastated to hear that Pippa Middleton's disembodied innocent gone, and in the week that it was announced there was going to be a musical based on my life I had celebrated that and then heard the news and it took the wind out of my clack-a-lack a a tack I can tell ye it was all I could do to let people know that seats are already on sale from just 50 pounds like me, people judge Pippa Middleton's disembodied by the way she looked and dismastered. But like me, she had an amazing talent beneath. Whilst my kalaka-lucka-duck-duck could whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. she could die and make us all feel guilty. And it's me, Tam <laughs> I was so upset by Pippa Middleton's disembodied Einstein that I have come back alive again and i brought it this limited edition souvenir Pippa Middleton's limited edition bookcase. Only 50,000 puns in me. Hey them! Life's your loving the way we know who. By singing okay. Would you know my name If I say in heaven Will it be the same If I say is in heaven I he must and be
8: Hogging the limelight. (laughs) Let me speak. No. Yes, it's me, Soto Voce. Oh, good. Look, it's Andrew Collins. He's back. God. Oh, thank goodness. He was the only good thing about this year. All right, all right. Stop saying those things, you people down there. (laughs) However, true, it's just not the time. (laughs) An anus is dead. Have some respect. This is about her, not me, and my career. <laughs> I didn't personally know Pippa Middleton's disembodied anus, or as all the cool kids called her, um-da, da <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, perhaps that's inappropriate. Anyway. <laughs> I was once at a party that she was at, but I spent my time talking to television executives and comedians that I hoped could work, I could work with, once Richard Herring had outlived his usefulness. But I regret my duplicitous career, careerism now, because if I had just talked to her for a second, perhaps I would have got a job being a talking head on a documentary about her life, have would that. But don't weep for me, even though I'm clearly the main victim of this tragedy. Weep for her. I have so much else I'd like to say, but you'll have to pay to hear it.
0: So, um, let the bidding commence. Well done, well done, Uh, Andrew, well done. uh, You know, you got through a whole speech without once saying aside. Oh,
8: yeah, well, I just found out that people could still hear what I was saying. (laughs) You know, even after I'd said aside, you could have told me. I did tell you a lot of times. No, but I finally learned to hide my duplicity. I just think my
0: asides now. (laughs) See, it's a shame they don't need to have you back for the last show. Everyone's kind of expecting you to, to do the aside thing, and then you just don't... I mean, it'd be awful if you don't do the aside. Yes, it is a shame. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Did, did you just think an aside then? Now. <laughs> You did it again, I'm sure you did it again.
8: I am not going to do any asides.
0: I hate you, how did you learn to do this? I don't know what you're thinking. So, I it's Adam and Joe are finishing their stint on Six Music next week. Uh, I expect you and me will be back doing the, doing the show together after that, will we? Oh,
8: um, yeah, yeah, maybe I'll... Yeah. I do not really heard anything yet, yeah, you know, no, I, I certainly hope so, I mean... It would be awful if for some reason we weren't and in no way just a comeuppance for your years of mocking me and my family. (laughs) Just say aside. I don't know what you're really thinking. You tricked me. Ah, the student has become the master. Ah. Goodbye, Richard Herring. I am delighted. (laughs) AI Has finished. No aside required. (laughs) Boom.
7: it occurs, to me,
0: we haven't heard the last of Andrew Collings said we have. Boo, <laughs> boo. Stop doing that down there. Stop that. <laughs> Be nice to him. Anyway, let's go down to our audience to see... I can't even do it myself, and I wrote it. Let's uh, go down to audience to see what has occurred to them this week. Who's got a story? Any, any stories? Oh, there's a man in the middle there, could have been the man heckling in the first yeah. half. We'll see now. What's, what's, uh, you, what happened to you this week? It's occurred to me. It's occurred to you. That my wife is going to go fucking mental when she sees our credit card bill this week. Your, your wife is going to go fucking mental when she sees the credit card bill this week. Have you been on uh, redtube.com? You don't have to pay. You get, lo- you get loads for free. There's enough. Honestly, there's enough. I think I, I, think I know what this is. You tell us what's happened. I've flown from Abu Dhabi to see this shit. You've flown from Abu Dhabi? <laughs> It's right from Abu Dhabi to see this shit without telling your wife. Have you left, like, some kind of stuffed version of you <laughs> in the bed, like in the Great Escape or something, just hoping you'll get back in time? I think be for the night. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Does she listen to the podcast? Well, not now. We'll no. Not live. Do you know? Well, <laughs> yeah, but does, yeah, does she listen to it later on? Because she'll find out then. You might be home in time, but she'll hear, she'll hear you and go, hold on, I recognise that voice from the distance. And he lives in Abu Dhabi. Well, thank you for coming coming all this way. It's very nice of you. Give him a round of... Come on, that's good. That's got to be the best. We've had Canada last week. That is nuts. Uh, there's a gentleman over here with a beard, unusually, right in the corner there. What's... Unusually? Look, that's you, yeah, no, you. In the... uh, it occurred to me... Well, it occurred to me... He haven't had... listened to, uh, as it occurs Months. You haven't listened to as it curse in about three months, but it doesn't matter because it's the, still the same as it was. know what? One... Yeah, sort of yeah I did I got I' thought <laughs> You go, you're working with a professional comedian. Now there's a uh, you need to do better than that. semi professional, says a man there. Oh no, you just got to semi fair enough. I'm pretty good. We'll work that up by the end of the evening. don't worry, that will be fully. Fully, you're looking pretty old, actually. So maybe send me. Send me. Sometimes the best you can do. Just have to shove it in like a marshmallow through a letterbox. So for the best. Yes, send me professional now. My fuck you.
5: <laughs>
0: yeah, because uh, professional comedians don't go. <laughs> yeah, look, look, I managed to come back at you with a rubbish joke about a marshmallow in a letterbox. Uh, anyone else? Yes, sir. Here. It's Andrew Collins, ladies and gentlemen. This could be uh, interesting. He's
5: got a genuine postcard that I received at the Radio Times. He's got a postcard he
0: received at the Radio Times, Andrew Collins. You ready? Yeah, we're ready. Dear Mr. Collins.
2: Dear Mr. Collins. <laughs> Dear Mr. Collins.
0: <laughs> it's a Casino Royale postcard. Casino royale postcard. Can't. Is this how we're going to do all the podcasts from now on? I think this works, <laughs> I think this works quite well just give me a mic and you sense some distance away maybe outside the house shouting stuff I'm a massive prick oh come on Andrew that's not that's not fair what is this at the
5: risk of incriminating myself at the risk of
0: incriminating myself this is the postcard now yes I
5: have to say that the Japanese girl I have to say the
0: Japanese girl
5: in Kill Bill Volume 1 wearing the schoolgirl's outfit wearing the schoolgirl's outfit extremely
0: is extremely sexy. They've really sent this to you. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought you might be interested. I love the way. I love the way
5: Tarantino focuses the camera. Tarantino focuses the camera on her legs. On her legs. <laughs> her legs. When she's walking down those steps. When she's walking down those steps. I suppose, really. I suppose, really. She's a bit of a fantasy figure. She's a bit of a fancy figure. For yeah. For a lot of us males.
0: For a lot of us males. Certainly for me. Love Andrew Collins' (laughs) dad.
5: (laughs) Sorry, carry on. I won't give his
0: name. What a terrible waste of a hot babe. What a terrible waste of a
5: hot babe. When she dies in the film. When she dies in the film. That's nice. That's considerate. I suppose she gave Black Mamba...
0: I suppose she gave Black Mamba... (laughs) Kill. No option but to kill her. Yeah, that's. It's good they get into the plot eventually. I suppose she she did give him no option, but
5: hurt. turn, really. Right, the final part. Yep. We recently took in a stray
0: cat. We, re- <laughs> <laughs> we recent. <laughs> we recently took in a stray cat. And I have called it Gogo in honour of that lovely girl. And I've oh, I've called it Gogo in honour of that lovely girl. What a, a strange and twisted. Didn't they anticipate that you would read that out on a podcast of 50,000 no, 000... people?
5: I won't give their name. I won't give their name. Uh, but of course, I have not
0: told the wife why I've named it. The... <laughs> <laughs> I have not told the wife why I've named it. She it's about... Why is she writing the Radio Times? You... Why don't you print this in the Radio Times? <laughs> it's been sent to you, and then his wife may read the Radio Times and find out what a monster she's... Someone's just taken a photo of that from behind you. <laughs> He's got the name. <laughs> She thinks it sounds nice. It doesn't. Go cat. That's that's why I would say it's named after the old uh, biscuit-based cat food. Go cat. Remember that? No. You're too young. Picked on the wrong person. This. Is, how come it works for P. A. K. That's That's all he does. Do you remember Go Cat? Ah, oh, yeah. I do it. No, we don't remember it. No, we don't remember it because it's you saying it. We remember it if it's P. A. K. Saying it. We're not going to remember it if it's you. We didn't like the way you said it. You were too aggressive. He says it in a nice way, so we're going to remember it. If he says it, and if you say it, we're not going to remember it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Anyone else? <laughs> uh, there's a man with uh, glasses, bit of facial hair, maybe you can't really see. Um, today I walked past the motorcycle clothing shop. Today you walked past the motorcycle clothing shop. Was it the one up by uh, the uh, broadcasting house kind of area? No. It no. Wasn't. No, there are many guys. You're not saying anything rude about motorcycle clothing shops because, uh, you know, some of them listen in. They take it very personally. If we have a go, they're, doing a, they're saving people's lives. They're, in fact, I think they're more important than the ambulance. That's like... I, I also might have walked past Paul Whitehouse. But... You might have walked past Paul Whitehouse, but you're not sure. Yeah, that's... Both those things are equally good. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining in do you remember when I said before <laughs> that I think very carefully whether the thing is interesting enough I mean you've been following Andrew Collins basically who set the bar very low <laughs> I rescued it with a go remember go do you remember go lady with your hand up no no, one. No, no, no people don't remember it when I say it do you remember the new shmoo no you don't remember it no. I choose the wrong things I'm talking to you you can talk to me back if you like you've got your hand up That's okay um, oh. <laughs> she's scary last Last year in Edinburgh, this this, this story isn't starting well. This could be, uh, (laughs) and here is a baby. You know what, carry on, It's only occurred to me now. It's only occurred to you now. That's cheating, but technically, but carry on.
5: Otherwise, I'm really stupid. Yeah. We came to see Andrew
0: Collins' stand-up. You came to see Andrew Collins' stand-up. Was it as good as him reading out that postcard? No, No, it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't. It wasn't as good as that. Yes. They wouldn't let you in. I was with teenagers. You were with teenagers, yeah. It's very inappropriate. Have- Not his mature, he just tries and touches them. If they, if they come in, <laughs> he just tries and green, He just goes straight for the genitals as well. If he just worked his way down, he just straight in, he sees them. Because goes, hold on, you are 13. Yeah, that's all right then, but we brought
3: cake. You brought cake.
0: Oh, so you have you kept the cake for us for a year? <laughs> you brought cake, that's nice. We'd have loved cake. I would, As I explained in the first half, if you give me food or anything, I will throw it in the bin. That is just, I would never eat it. But if you give me, I'd have gone, oh, that's lovely, that's... Oh, thank will so wait So just, I'm just going to go around the corner and eat that. <laughs> that's what in I'd have done. Andrew would have eaten it.
8: In Edinburgh this year? Yeah.
0: Yeah, just by Andrew's not going to be there. But if you buy some cake, I will take it back to London for Andrew. It's <laughs> <laughs> the kind of uh, partner I am—loyal partner. Hey, no, hey, I'll hey, do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, anyone else? <coughs> oh, we we'll go. There's a man shouting. He seems mental. So let's go for him. <laughs> hello, oh, yeah. hello. It's you. How are you doing? Hello, I'm Robin. Um, it's yes, Robin. It's good to this week. Uh, it's good to you this week, Robin.
5: Um, I've been put off green for life you've been put off green for life <laughs> by TV's Emma Kennedy you've been put
0: off green, green peas not Greenpeace. Yeah, because <laughs> that would be awful but I'm glad it's the last AI. Ultimately. you're glad that it's the last A-I-O because you never know what she'll say next <laughs> I, uh,
4: I actually had a, a tweet from someone who had listened to last week's podcast and, uh, and was cleaning up uh, her child's sick no, actually, sorry. Her child's dinner, and there was a pee in it, and it made her throw up. She actually threw up because of, of poopy. Yeah.
0: I just, as a rule of thumb, I just never eat anything that's been in a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if I it's. I think that's the, the lesson if I to don't take eat, away. If a nice lady makes me a cake and I, I, I won't I eat that, enough. I'm probably not ever going to eat. Anything, even if I haven't pooed it directly into the toilet myself. Yeah. No, I think that's sensible. That's a rule of thumb. At least we've all yeah. learned something from... We'll go for one more. We'll take our chance. We might do another... There's a man near the front. What's, what's your name, sir? Steve. Steve, good, good, good name. What has what's, what's, what's occurred to you this week? It's occurred to me that Adam and Joe cover Glastonbury every year. It's occurred to you that Adam and Joe cover Glastonbury every year. really looking forward to you and You're really looking for just filling them in while they're in Glastonbury? Yeah, but they cover Glastonbury at that, in that slot, so it won't work. Yeah, nice, nice thinking. <laughs> I don't really want to do the six music show anymore, anyway. So, um... aside, <laughs> I was thinking it. I was thinking it. You think it now. You have to think it. You have to think it. Do you want to do uh, one thing singing have upset with? That was a good cue, actually. The previous one. If I'd been a professional, professional podcast, I'd have gone. Let's go into another. Hey, remember the story about the poo pee pee poo? Have you got another one? No.
4: All right, so do you want one more for... Yeah, on. All right, okay. So this one comes from Xanthi Sk- Sk- Zimkow. <laughs> uh, it stars my godfather, Chris. Uh, uh, that's all the background you need from that. Um, so, while, uh, while in his 20s, my godfather, Chris, and a few friends were travelling around Eastern Europe. They were travelling by train. And on one particular journey, Chris had cause to use the train's facilities. Chris tried to make sense of the instructions on how to flush the toilet. There was a diagram, and Chris managed to understand that before flushing the toilet, it was important to put the seat down. (laughs) But for Chris, always having been fascinated by poo, (laughs) this was too intriguing and he decided he wanted to watch how the train's toilet was going to take away his poo. And so he stood, leaning over the toilet as he flushed it. And as he stood staring into the bowl, a jet of water swooshed up and out, firing not only his own poo, but bits of other people's poo up into his face and upper body. He then had to set about cleaning himself up. Meanwhile, Chris's friends were being asked for their tickets by an irritable guard who didn't like their story that their friend had the tickets and that he was using the toilet. And as time went on, he threatened them with fines and arrest. Eventually, Chris emerged from the toilet having cleaned himself of poo and made his way to where his friends were trying to plead with the angry guard. He reached into his pocket and pulled out the tickets, only to find that his poo cleanup hadn't been quite as thorough as he'd hoped. And someone else's poo was inside his pocket and all over the tickets. The end, I hope you like it, <laughs> yeah. says empty.
0: Very good. What a toilet is this that shoots poo up in the air? shoots poo into this not very efficient you meant to put the whole thing down right over the top of it yeah. okay I've got it Hey, uh, well that's very interesting I think we don't think we'll do any more of those but that, I hope you enjoyed that now it's time for this week's Moral Maze it's a moral maze it's a moral maze it's a moral
7: it's a moral maze it's a moral maze when morals get hazy our scruples get lazy our conscience goes crazy we violate the corpse of Patrick Swayze
0: we get trapped in the maze it's a moral maze it's a moral maze it's a moral, it's a moral maze Moral maze This week on the Moral Maze Supermarket Spillage It's a moral maze It's a moral maze Supermarket Spillage
2: <laughs>
0: I was on, thank you I was on my way to Coventry On Wednesday to the stadium gig I was playing And I stopped off at uh, services <laughs> By, I was doing my goat cat material And I was, uh, <laughs> I stopped up at her services to buy dinner for me and my non-imaginary girlfriend. I took the basket up to the checkout with the girl rang in the purchase, and she was really pleasant. She was would, lovely.
4: Would you like a fork for your fruit salad? Oh, that's nice. Yes, please. Thank OK, me. that comes to £22.52, please.
0: I gave her two £20 notes. She was about to give me change when...
4: Oh, no, this... Oh, this package is damaged. I've got sauce from these duck rolls all over me. Oh,
0: God, I'm sorry. Oh, no,
4: it's not not your fault. Jane, could you get this customer another pack of duck rolls?
0: It turned out there was only one other pack uh, of duck rolls on the shelves but that was damaged as well. Uh, I said I would take it anyway.
4: No, look, I can't charge you for that. Let me take the price for that off your bill.
0: That was a nice thing to do. She was a nice person. But now the total was just under £20. The girl had been so lovely to me all the time was confused about how much change to give me. I said, you can just give me back one of the 20s for a start which she did. But then she also handed over more change, including a tenner. She's kind of giving me the change from the original purchase, not realising the mistake she's made. Oh, There you go. Oh, that's right, isn't it? I was being given a free £10 and that money could only come out of the pocket of Ian Waitrose who charges a lot of money for his food anyway. He's making a lot of money. Perfect crime. But then again, the girl had been so nice to me. Ethically could I take the money from it? it might come out of her wages. You know, the floor quather scoffing me of six weeks ago wouldn't have thought twice about this, but like a beaten dog, I have learned my lesson. <laughs> I decided I couldn't take that money, it wasn't mine. I gave the excess back to the girl. Oh, thank you for being so honest. So, had I acted morally, amorally, or immorally? There, oh, it's uh, so up to oh, well, um, up to you decide. I gave the money
1: back. I, I'm suspicious. I have to say, Richard, there's certain details in this story which ringing alarm bells. Uh, this is a young woman. Yep. Uh, you mentioned that you liked her. She was nice. She was just yeah, friendly. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like You're that. flashing around twenties like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I think you you feel you bought this girl haven't you and it it may may appear to be the right thing to do but I think there's an ulterior motive there and that but that thus becomes immoral I thought you were you know, you're away from I home. And you're clutching a straw There's, there's, straw
4: wow. you, there's inconsistency. Why? Because you, you were previously in Waitrose, weren't you? With, yeah. With a broken yoghurt.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Back in series one, I think it was. Um, yeah.
4: yeah, and the man behind... The
0: man behind saw I put you. it Did, on the side and yeah. didn't want to pay for it. Yeah, so what's hmm. changed now? Well, so maybe it balances up. I mean, you mm-hmm. could argue, I suppose, uh, that I'd acted morally only to ensure that I wasn't punished for acting immorally. Oh, that that was yeah. the, my yeah. motivation for giving the money back was actually selfish, and if you do right things for the wrong reasons, is that moral or immoral, or is it amoral? That's a question that you will all have to mm-hmm. consider. Now, you're going to be the decisors of this. Yes, if you judge me as immoral today, audience, then the punishment will be I have to kiss TV's Emma Kennedy with tongues for 20 seconds, full tongues, 20 seconds, finger her in a lack a dack dack Whilst she fondles so in my pa- hand in my pants, fondles my bifurcated penis. That is, that Why is. Why have I got to be punished as well? What? This is uh, we're adding jeopardy, and you what? want to do that, so don't don't pretend you wouldn't enjoy that. I won't enjoy it. You would like it. So you have to decide: was I moral, immoral, or amoral? Or don't you know what amoral is? So first, of all, if you think I acted morally, cheer now. <laughs> Quite loud. If you think I acted amorally, cheer now. <laughs> Less people. if you still don't know the difference between moral and amoral cheer now hey! and if you think I acted immorally and have to do the kiss cheer now hey! yeah that is yeah as I suspected the audience voted me immoral there um, <laughs> but there'll be no kissing oh no because you fell into my trap my friend the real moral maze wasn't the supermarket spillage the real moral maze was testing the morality of the moral maze. It's a moral maze, it's a moral maze, it's a moral, it's a moral maze.
7: Testing the morality of the moral maze!
0: Yes. I was interested to see if the moral maze was fit to judge the morality of others, or whether it become mad with its own power. Thus, I chose a story from this week in which I clearly, unequivocally acted in a moral fashion. I did the right thing, but deliberately chose a tantalising punishment to see if the moral maze jury would choose gratification over justice. And the moral maze jury reveal that they are more crooked than FIFA, presided over by Ryan Giggs' dismembered penis. It is they who is immoral. It's a moral maze, it's a moral maze, it's a moral... It's a moral maze, it's a moral maze. The moral maze was immoral! And yes, it is you who will be getting the punishment today, my friends. There's only one punishment I think is fit for the audience here today. They must sit through the entire motorcycle clothing shop sketch. Exactly. Exactly. Don't blame me. You it on blame yourself. Exactly as it was performed in the second series, word for word. Not cutting you short. We're going to do the whole thing. Yeah. The one exception is that the staff of the shop will be played as Canadians this time. It's a double. It's a double punishment. I want to make it clear, I haven't put this in because we're running short of material. If anything, we've got way too much stuff this week. It's
1: about 10 o'clock. This
0: is here as a punishment only. If you're listening at home and have never sat on the moral maze, you don't have to listen to this, just fast forward through. This is just to punish the people here for their wickedness. Good afternoon, eh? Hi, uh, nice motorcycling clothing shop you've got here. Thanks. Looking for anything in particular, eh? No, just have a look around at the motorcycling clothes, see what you've got in stock. If I see something I like, something suitable for riding on my motorcycling, then maybe I'll buy me some motorcycling clothes. Yeah, sure love motorcycling, motorcycling around. Some people like cycling on a normal bike, not me. I say, why pedal around when you can have a bike that doesn't need to be pedaled with all the engine and stuff. Right, yeah, well, feel free to have a good look around.
3: In you know, let us know if there's anything we can help you yep. be. Yeah,
0: I sure will. I sure I will do that. I love motorcycling, and you can't do it naked, can you? <laughs> Worse luck, eh? Some sometimes when I'm out there on the open road, I wish I could be bare-ass naked, but. That's not allowed, so I'm going to need me some clothes for to do it in. Well, you should find something here. We've got an extensive range of clothing. Yeah, you, you sure do. Oh, look at this, motorcycle top, pretty nice one. But I like all this stuff, wish I could buy it all. I could probably do it with hundreds and hundreds of motorcycling costumes, because I motorcycle around a lot. I bet you both like motorcycling too, am I right?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I,
0: I envy you that, you're very lucky. Wish I could work somewhere like this too. It'd be perfect, what with my love of motorcycling around on my motorcycle. Sometimes I just go for a motorcycle when I haven't even got anywhere to go because I love motorcycling so much. That's me turning the handlebars making it go So what beak have you got? Good question. It's a good question to ask. Of course I know the answer straight away. It'd be strange if I didn't. Uh, I've got me uh, Kawasaki. That's a Kawasaki motorcycle. That's my baby. Hoping Kawasaki is a motorcycle and not a 1970s wrestler. (laughs) Kairosaki certainly do have some excellent beaks. Yep, <coughs> it was a bike. <laughs> Which Kairosaki are you reading these days? Ah, the Kawasaki 792. Yeah. That's, that's my bike, yeah. the old 792. That's what I'm riding at the moment. 792, she's my girl. Ram That's how I ride her, turning the handlebars like that. Sometimes doing a wheelie if the pigs aren't around. You know what I'm talking about. Sometimes naked at night time when no one can see. The 792, that's a machine for motorcycling <laughs> on.
3: You don't have a mood of beak at all, do you, eh?
0: No, no, I don't. So, what are you doing in here? I was just passing. I saw you in here. thought you looked cool. I was a bit lonely and drunk and thought maybe I could bluff my way through and become your friends. Oh, this is quite embarrassing. It went, eh, uh, if it worked out and
1: we had somehow been fooled despite your total lack of knowledge about beaks and it invited you
0: out beaking. What? would you have done that, eh? I'd have come along and said my motorcycle wasn't working, so could I sit on one with you? Oh. What's wrong with you, eh? Can I hang out with you anyway? No, nah, it'd be weird and inappropriate. Just leave. What gave me away, would you say? Just go. Can I buy some motorcycling clothes anyway? No,
3: they're only for people who actually have a motorbike.
0: I could get one. Are you going to? No.
3: Stop isn't and Goo?
0: <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm so alone. There you go. <laughs> you. It's hard to believe, I think that... I think it might have actually gone down worse today yeah, than it yeah, did yeah, the yeah. first time. It's kind of... It's quite... <laughs> You people. I hope you feel punished for what you've done. Stuart Lee repeats something a few times in one of his shows, doesn't he? <laughs> he, should, he should come back when he's just repeating the exact same thing over and over again. That is true comedy there. That, he doesn't even know the beginning of what being funny is. Anyway, now over to Christian Riley for this week's song.
7: <clears throat> okay, so it's going to be very emotional for me, so I'm just going to get on with it. Goodbye, sweet podcast. You were never built to last more than one series. How did it get to three? With only just the one joke discovered accidentally, and repeated endlessly until it got funny. And it seems to me you lived your life like a pumpkin in the wind A smiling face and a quiet taste when you're on my head And I would have liked to have shown you to my family and friends But they'd never understand why you're full of tears. And as the years went by, you became more infantile, ill-informed and insulting, you cock-juggling thunder <laughs> you nearly went too far, nearly tore callings and hearing apart, and that would have been really bad. Bur- aside, sight, <laughs> it wouldn't hurt. And it seems to me you lived your life like a pumpkin in the wind But now we've got to walk away before you start to stink And no amount of Specialist Category Awards can change the fun we've had It's minted pumpkins now, Granddad But you still tasted jeers. <laughs> By my old friend, we always knew it had to end, but maybe not like that. Covered in flour in a barrel. (laughs) Goodbye, AI Otama. The wind whispers your name. I'll never listen to another. Oh my God, Richard Bacon's podcast. How are you? P-p-p-p- it seems to me you lived your life like, like a cupcake in the wind We've looked in and now there's an aftertaste And now the magic's over and I can't turn back time This jack-o'-lantern always shines because its flame is jizz This jack-o'-lantern will always shine because its flame is cheers.
0: Great Five Trumpet. Christian Riley there. He, to me, I don't know, he comes across to you. To me, he comes across like a fan who's won a competition. That's why <laughs> <laughs> Anyway My friends, our work here is nearly done. Thanks very much for the support you've given this project over the last couple of years, either by downloading it at home or coming along to one of the shows. Uh, I'm genuinely touched by your affection for this ridiculous project. The people are coming from all over the world to see it. Personally, I've loved it and hated it in equal measure. Uh, And I think we should finish it now before the hate unbalances the scale and I go properly mad. Uh, Go Faster Strike will be bringing out a special CD with MP3s of every episode of the show and all of the secret stand-ups that haven't been online uh, or available before. It's the perfect gift for an enemy who's not aware of this show. Uh, should be available in the next month from www.gofasterstripe.com Lots of other stuff there to keep you going If you're interested, I'm performing in two Edinburgh Fringe shows uh, this year What is Love Anyway at the Cow Barn Which is a bit more thoughtful and less spunk-filled stand-up Than this podcast might lead you to expect But I'm also doing Richard Herring's Edinburgh Fringe podcast Which should provide you with all your spunk-filled needs So uh, uh, pay to see it live or you can download that for free I haven't learnt a thing uh, from... uh, (laughs) <laughs> this experience, uh, but there'll be prizes and stuff to come along. Uh, and uh, Ben, our producer, is working on Pappy's Flat chair, Sam Down, which is at the Old Red Lion this week with my uh, my favourite podcasters, Helen and Ollie from Answer Me This. Is, I love I love Ollie, man. He's amazing. And uh, you can download that from the British. I do love him, really. He's uh, British comedy kite. Uh, have you got anything to plug before we go, Dan? Oh uh, well, uh, I'm up in Edinburgh towards the end.
1: I'm judging Karaoke Circus with uh, Daniel Ward and Martin. White, if you're up there, that'd be fun. Um, really I'm, fun. I'm basically waiting for my invitation to be on Pappy's flat chair as yeah. I'm, I'm sure Emma and uh, Christian are, but um, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Emma,
4: going anything to plug? Yes, uh, I'll be doing. I left my tent in San Francisco at Glastonbury uh, on Saturday. I'll be at Latitude and I'll also be at Port Elliot. Uh, if you're coming to those and uh, the fourth Wilma Tenderfoot book Wilma Tenderfoot in the Case of The Rascals Revenge will be out in
0: July that's for any kids who listen to the show that is for kids any small children who listen to the show
4: and um, and This Is Gintzy will be on Sky Atlantic
0: in September one person's happy about that Mm. oh oh, Uh, quickly quickly uh, Christian anything uh, have
7: you yeah, I will be back here at the Leicester Square Theatre next Monday.
0: You know, the, you know there'll be a different show on next next week.
7: I will be singing a song about some aspect of A.I. Ottima <laughs> in whatever show is on.
1: I look forward to that. I also wanted to just quickly thank the people of Dubai for welcoming us with open arms here.
0: You're, you're welcome there. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, I'd like to thank the uh, the three people here and Ben, our producer, for making this show what it is. It's their fault, uh, and uh, also for not any point feeling you should step in and stop it for the sake of my mental health. It, it must have been very hard for you to see me, your friend, go through so much mental strife and turmoil, and not do anything. But I, I know you are thinking of the artistic good of the show, so thank you for that. So anyway, that, that's pretty much it. Excuse As- me, which way the toilet? Hold on, I, I know you from somewhere. You're Mark Armand, aren't you, from from off Soft Cell? Yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great to see. You. Can I shake your hand? Don't touch me, please. I cannot stand the way you tease. Oh, that was, that just wasn't really teasing. Oh, wasn't well, just... well, no. Can I just ask you, actually? I've always wanted yeah. to meet you because I don't know if you've heard about this. But there's an urban myth about um, you, I don't know if you know uh, about it. They, they, people say that you had to have your stomach pumped at a hospital and then you found, fa- they found it was full of the sperm of nine different people, well men probably, and, uh, and also a dog. Uh, is that true, that urban oh, myth? Of course it isn't, no, no, look, even if I had had my
1: stomach pumped, why would the doctors have said, oh look here, yeah, there seems to be more than one man's sperm in here, some of these gametes, they look canine, send it down to labs for analysis, let's find
0: out how many and animals are involved in this, eh? Ooh. Well, no smoke without fire, Mark. That's why I say. Why would someone make up a thing like that? Well, I've heard an urban myth about you, I, well, I. That I?
8: That you like to invite women back to your room <laughs> and then you make them dance under a mirror ball while
0: you sit in a high-backed armchair with a semicircular toilet mat around it masturbating, are <laughs> you? Well, that's obviously not true. You should believe everything you hear, Mark. That's, um, it's just fantastical, yeah, honestly. Really, you're pretty yeah. gullible.
8: Spunk on your shoes, I see. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Which way is the loo? I'm not feeling too well. I've got a bit of a dicky tummy.
0: Really? Um, it's, uh... <laughs> Abu, yeah. No, it's back that way. I don't know what you're thinking, but the, uh, if the gents is full of, of nerds, you can yeah. use the... Go to the facilities at Burger King, you can use those no, for No, no, there isn't time. Oh, I'm going to be sick. I need a receptacle of some kind. Oh, how
3: about this pumpkin? Oh, that'd be lovely. Thank you. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: some um, <laughs> Oh! It's a very, oh, uh, very, uh, very oh. odd... Very odd-looking vomit you've got there. Marcus. Oh, I no. oh. odd Odd colour. Is it, have you been eating tapioca or oh, something? Oh, I don't know
1: what they're serving at Ballons these days. Oh, yes. No, I have been eating tapioca. A huge amount of it. 400 portions. Wow. <laughs> No wonder you're ill. It's Excuse just... me,
4: I'm a doctor. I work in the lab at the local hospital. It's my job to analyze the contents of the stomachs of celebrities that seem unusually full of semen. I have just come from work and have my semen analyzing kit with me. Oh, no. And beep, 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 ziggy says that this pumpkin is now full of the ejaculations of everyone in this audience and also a naughty dog. I saw him sucking them all off Oh
0: my I'm very disappointed in you What am I like? <laughs> anyway the audience loved it The whores.
4: This does mean Richard that the pumpkin is now full of the sexual effluent of all the audience and your previous objections are now nullified You must put it on your head
0: I do um does seem I'm backed into a corner here, but, uh, you know, if I could travel back in time, thanks to the magic of A.I. Ottima, I can. If I could travel back in time,
7: what would I do differently? Oh, 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 if I could travel back in time.
0: Yeah, all I have to do is travel back in time to last week and warn the me of seven days ago not to do the moral maze. I'll just climb into my time machine, off we go. It's me turning, it's me turning on there. We're starting going back through time. There's the clocks coming back. There's all the... Mark, I'm in six fitting the spunk into men's cocks. There, there's... Oh, LeBrian Brian Hawes is alive. Look at that, there he is. Well done, you're protesting. I'm coming back. I seem to be... A lot of the clocks are going past. I'm arriving. Here, here I am. I'm back at the end of last week's show. Look, look, there I am from last week, just wrapping up. That's your lot for tonight. Uh, see you next time on the show that all the... Hold on, You haven't done a new moral maze this week. No, that's right. Didn't want the show getting stale. You know, just being the same thing every week. Oh, yeah, that, that would never do. Hold on, stop the show. Who is this? Who are you, stranger? Don't you recognise me, Rich, from seven days ago? <laughs> it's me, Rich, from seven days in the future.
4: Wow, you aged badly. Yeah. And,
1: and you've put on quite a bit of weight.
0: <laughs> I've got loads of scripts to do and I've eaten a lot of haribos to keep me going. The thing is, Richard, of the past, Emma and Dan, Emma and Dan are trying to force you to do a moral maze, but you mustn't do it. Do you understand me? Look, you're not fooling me for a second. I know what's going on here. You're the bloke who motorcycled round the world with you and McGregor. <laughs> Traveling in time, my elbow. You're trying to punk me. Well, I'm not fooled. You don't look anything like me. You're hideously ugly for a start. I'm not. I am you. You must listen before I get sucked off back through time. Go on. Get on your motorbike and get lost. That's what you're doing, it. No, please, wait, wait. You're an embarrassment bloke who motorcycles around the world, You McGregor. I know we don't usually do this, Ben, but could you edit out the whole interruption out of this podcast? <laughs> yeah, sure, no problem. No! Why wouldn't they listen to me? Look, Oh, look, there's the sperms going back into... the that Brian horse is dead again. And there... Oh, I saw Jay has' become... No, it's an unusual choice for leader of Al-Qaeda. Oh, I'm back! <laughs>
7: <laughs> if
0: I could travel back
7: in time, What would I do differently? I tried to warn myself against doing the moral maze, but failed because I mistook myself for the bloke and motorcycled around the world with you and McGregor. If I could
0: travel back in time. Shit, I I totally failed to convince myself. I haven't changed a thing thinking about it. Now I remember that happening last (laughs) week. (laughs) I didn't listen to myself because I thought I was the bloke who motorcycle around the world with you and McGregor, and I got Ben to edit that bit out of the show. I wish I'd remember that because I, I wouldn't have wasted all our time by going back in time just to do that. But then I guess if I hadn't done that, I would, wouldn't have. Oh, look. I don't care. I, I'm still not going to put the pumpkin on, and you cannot force me. We could.
4: Hold him down, Dan. Come
0: on. No, I'm pretty sure that forcing a pumpkin mask full of sicked up semen on someone's head against their will is illegal. That is not going to happen. I can tell you that right now. What's that? What's that strange? going on? Oh, Oh, what's that noise? Oh, who, who, who are you old man and where did you come from?
6: It's me Rich. You. I am the old you from the future. <laughs> from the year 2050. What? I have travelled
0: back in time to warn you. You must think I was born yesterday. You're clearly just the bloke who motorcycle around the world with you and McGregor <laughs> in a grey wig. Oh Jesus Christ, why won't I ever believe that I'm a, I'm a twat? <laughs> All right, if you're really me, what number am I thinking about now? Uh, is it 69, dude? <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs>
6: wow, well, it is me then. What's the future like, future me? Oh, it's awful, Richard. Humanity has
0: been enslaved by an underground race called the Moorcocks. Oh no! My vision came true. Do they really have two more cocks than a normal Moorlock? Oh no, it's worse than that, Richard. What? They have three more cocks. Three more? Three more. No. A total of four, four cocks. cocks. Yes. It's worse than I could ever have imagined.
6: They also have one extra testicle. You know to keep it going. But this is not about the Moorcocks, Richard. I have traveled back in time to stop you making a terrible mistake that I made and you are about to make. Don't worry, I'm not in a thousand years gonna put this pumpkin on so you don't need to worry. That's the mistake, Richard. I too didn't put on the pumpkin at this point. The show ended. The audience were disappointed. It didn't feel like the end of the series without the ejaculant of the audience (laughs) running down my face, going in my ears and my eyes and my mouth. I was able to kid myself that doing A.I. Ottoma Stop it! Wasn't so bad and I came back and I did another series and another series and another series and another series. I'm still doing A.I. Ottoma. Stop doing that now. It's on the 78th series, and every episode is just me doing the motorcycle clothing shop sketch over and over again on a loop. And your fans, they're so stupid, they still love it. Also, they're quite old now, so don't remember that they've heard it already. It's like watching people you hated and disrespected succumb to Alzheimer's. (laughs) but your life is a hell-rich, a living hell. If you would just put on the kumpkin, then the humiliation would be enough to ensure that you never dream of doing A.I. Otama. Yeah. Shut up, you idiots! <laughs> again. <laughs> time is running out. I am going back to my own time. Oh, there God. I go. Okay.
0: Oh, dear. Oh, Brian Hawes is alive again. Oh, I should've warned you about that one, actually. <laughs> So that's the choice, folks. If I put on this mask, then I'll get the spunk of 400 people and a naughty dog in my facial cavities. <laughs> but if I don't, then Aiotoma you know that is just really starting to get slightly annoying. <laughs> we'll continue forever. What is it to be, Kumpkin or no pumpkin? That could be a new Channel 4 show, actually. I could get back on the telly with that. I just want to be on the telly. That's all I want. Short-term gratification or the survival of the franchise. Which will it be? Dan, fetch my semicircular toilet mat. There it is. (laughs) It's a biggie to
3: death.
0: Careful, don't get near that, Emma. It's so imbued with the powers of my loins, it could make even your dried-up old ovaries become impregnated. There is a... now, there's a danger this might kill me. Uh, there's a very real possibility this might stick to my head forever. <laughs> so, uh, if I die, I just want to say thanks. Uh, thanks very much, uh, Dan, for all the hard work you've put into this show. Oh, God,
1: you know, you really don't have to thank me. All the, all the money I've got from this is, you know, over the 28 episodes, really nearly bought me an anal butt plug.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Emma, I suppose now I'm going to do yeah. this, it's over. I can tell you, I always did fancy, I kind of hoped we'd get together and mm. have sex and stuff. I always fancied you. I know. Oh good. And uh, Christian, I'll miss you most of all. (laughs) See you next week. (laughs) It is a far, far better thing that I do now than I've ever done. It's a far, far better rest that I go to than I've ever known. I'm going to the undiscovered country from whose born no traveller returns. Thanks so much for listening. Through this humiliation will I be reborn and freed from this nightmare. (laughs) Consider this, (laughs) consider this a divorce.